Hey, 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 podcast fam. Welcome to episode 96 here of the Yours Truly podcast. If you're new here, if you don't know me and the voice that's coming to you from behind the mic, my name is Claire Tuning. I am a non-diet registered dietitian and here on the Yours Julie podcast, we talk about all things intuitive eating, health at every size, peanut butter and jelly, food puns. Uh, Yep, you'll kind of get a a mixed bag of things here on the show, and I am so happy that you are joining us today for our episode. So a little behind the scenes of my recording here. I'm recording this on a Thursday morning. I have my coffee in hand. I do half caffeinated, half decaf. Anyone who knows me or has listened to the show before knows that If I have a fully caffeinated coffee, my brain goes way too fast for my mouth to try to keep up. So sometimes my words and what I'm trying to say comes out a little bit jumbled. So we're cutting back on the caffeine. We're doing half and half. And I have to say, if you are in the D.C., Northern Virginia area and you have not tried Compass Coffee yet, uh, what the heck are you doing? It's delicious. The other day I walked down, there's actually a a newer Compass Coffee, a new location, franchise, whatever we wanna call it, a, a couple of blocks away from me and I decided to get one of their growlers. By the way, if anyone knows why a large jug of liquid, be it beer or coffee, Do they have juice growlers? I don't know. But if anyone knows why they are called growlers, please DM me and let me know. I was wondering that the entire time I was standing in line preparing to order it. Uh, Maybe that's a question for Google. But seriously, if you know, DM me. Hit me up. Let me know. But I decided to get... Uh, one of their nitro cold brew growlers so that I could make coffee here at home and just kind of add a splash here and there of the good stuff, of the caffeinated stuff. So that's what I'm sipping on here in my mug with my straw and I'm really happy to be here for another episode of our show. So as you know here on the podcast, if you've been here before, I kind of like to do an even pattern or a balance of guest episodes, of some client spotlight episodes like you heard last week, and also of some solo episodes where I hop here and offer a couple of tips or just hold space for conversation on all things intuitive eating and, you know, anything that relates. So it has been a minute, maybe a a couple of weeks is a a better term than a minute, but it's been a little while since I did a solo episode here. So that is what you are in for, for the rest of our recording here. You're actually going to get a little bit of a behind the scenes look at what it is like to be in our free private Facebook community called the Yours Truly Goal Slayers. If you have listened to the podcast before, you hear me talk about this every single time because I feature a post from our community at the beginning of every episode, which I am about to do here in a moment. But one weekly tradition that we have in the community is something called Two Tip Thursday. Super fun and alliterative, I know. (laughs) But on Two Tip Thursday, I hop on live video at some point in the day to offer Yep, you guessed it, two tips or two ideas based on something that feels relevant, whether it's a conversation I had with a client 
that I think could benefit the community. Maybe it's something that I've been seeing on social media that I want to talk about and might be helpful, but I love this weekly tradition and I'm really excited to share a behind the scenes look at the exact conversation we had for Two Tip Thursday a couple of weeks ago now when you are listening to this. So speaking of our community, very briefly here, I'm going to feature a post and this is actually not one from a community member. Well, I guess I am a community member, but this is actually just kind of a general PSA and a reminder that I put out a couple of days ago that I feel like needs to be said over and over again because it's definitely not what we are taught in the world that we live in. So just really briefly here, reminder that your judgments about someone else's body says way more about you than it does about them because health, air quotes there, health is not a look. So remember, if you are going throughout your daily life and you feel compelled to make a comment on someone else's body, whether that's a stranger, whether it's a family member or one of your close friends, doesn't really matter who it is, but whatever comment that you make or you're thinking about making is really more reflective about your, or reflective of rather, your internal environment, your thoughts, your judgments about food and bodies and all things considered. So I think it goes without saying, but making one of those comments, in my opinion at least, is never okay. Your body is your business and other people's bodies are their business. So if we could keep conversation focused on a million of the other important and meaningful things to talk about beyond food and making comments on other people's bodies, I think that could be beneficial for a lot of us. Unless, of course, you know, you're a professional who has been hired to talk to someone about their relationship with food and body. In the case of all of my fellow dietitians or maybe therapists, in that case, of course, you know, it's okay when it's asked for and when it's a service that the individual is hoping for. But in daily life, when we're talking with the friends and family members, I hope we can all agree that there are more important things to focus on than food and body in our day-to-day conversations. So, da-da-da-da, now that we have our, our Yours Truly Goal Slayer featured post of the week, checkmarked, done. I guess I should tell you how to join the community if you are interested. So if you want to come join us, like I say, every week the community is free and open to anyone who wants to learn more about intuitive eating, but there are two very simple ways that you can get your hands on the application needed to join. Option one is to visit my website. It is clairetuning.com slash community. Again, clairetuning.com slash community. That will bring you directly to the brief application that you need to fill out in order to be added to our community. The other way that you can find that application is if you go to my Instagram at clairetuning. The link in my bio has a direct button that you can hit and that will take you to that page on my website. So I hope to see you there. But speaking of our community, like I said, what you are about to hear on this week's episode of the podcast is a behind the scenes look on a two tip Thursday from a couple of weeks ago. And I titled this live video, as you'll hear me say, quote, stop digging. And you might be wondering to yourself, 
what the heck is she going to talk about? How is she relating? Anything digging related to intuitive eating. So I promise you there is a connection, which you'll hear. We're not talking about gardening or picking your nose or anything else that digging might be related to. Yes, you'll hear me make that same joke in the video. I apologize for recycling my jokes, but we like to keep it humorous here, but we are actually talking about how to take the more challenging moments in your relationship with food, body movement, whatever you might be working through, and instead of beating ourselves up over them and digging more into that situation, we talk about acknowledging them and then figuring out a different way to speak to ourselves in those moments, a way that is more rooted in compassion, in curiosity, specifically over judgment. And we talk about an example, what that looks like, and of course, why approaching things with curiosity instead of judgment can be really helpful for your intuitive eating adventure. So I hope you will enjoy the episode and without further ado, here it is. Oh, and by the way, since it is a live video recording, you will hear me talking to people in the community. So bear with me through that, but enjoy. Hello, goal slayers. Sorry if there was a, a little lag there in the beginning of the video. I don't think Facebook told me we were live until we were about 10 seconds in. So you might've seen me take a giant swig of my coffee. Nonetheless, here we are finally live back at, again in our community. I know it's uh, been a minute since we have gone live. Facebook was having some technical dif difficulties. Maybe I'm having some speaking difficulties today, <laughs> but Facebook was having some difficulties, but it seems to be working and connecting to my camera today. So here we are on our regularly scheduled programming of two Tip Thursday. So I see four of you incredible individuals are here joining me live. So I know we have welcomed quite a, a number of new individuals into our community here. So if you have never been on a live video, know we have a request slash a requirement about how we conduct live videos here. And that is a no lurkers allowed theme. <laughs> Meaning if you are here joining me live, you gotta hit the heart button. You have to drop me a comment and just say, hey, you don't have to say anything groundbreaking. I would just love to know that you are here and we are gonna learn together and celebrate our two tip Thursday. My computer is starting to make a very loud fan noise. I'm gonna move it this way and see if it'll cool down a little bit. I have my microphone plugged in here so you can hear me better. Aha, I see we have a Lynn. Good morning, Lynn. Elisa, Angie, hello. She says, I finally caught something live for the first time in a while. Angie, I have to say, we haven't been live in quite a while. So honestly, the last live that we did, you might've been here for, but I'm super happy that all of you are joining me and let's go ahead and, and dive right into our Two Tip Thursday. So like I said, if you are new here to Tip Thursday, the title kind of speaks for itself <laughs> as far as what we are here to do. It is a time every Thursday where I pop on and I share a thought or a couple of tips, maybe on something that I've seen or maybe a theme that's been coming up in some of my client calls that I'm thinking might be helpful to bring and share with our community here. Lynn is wishing me a good morning back. <laughs> 
Angie says, your computer is your biggest fan. You know me too well. That pun at 9.30 in the morning made my day, Angie. Thanks for that. But the fan has slowed down, so I think moving it a little farther away from me helped to cool it. So what I would love to talk about today here on our video, you might have seen the title of this video. I titled it, quote, Stop Digging, and you might be wondering, where the heck is she going with this? <laughs> is she gonna talk about gardening? Is she gonna talk about picking your nose for lack of a better term? Uh, we're not talking about either one of those. I know you're probably disappointed, but I am going to kind of make an analogy that I was actually uh, reading on in my daily Stoic book and I read it this morning and I thought, wow, that is really relevant to a lot of the things that we talk about here in our community. So I'm going to read the passage to all of you and then I'm going to connect it to a thought or an actionable item that you can take and use or think about when it comes to improving your self-talk, especially in food-related situations. So by the way, if you've never heard of this book, it's called The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday and Stephen... Hanselman, I think is how you say his name. Um, but all it is every day of the year, there is one page with a thought or a little meditation written out. So I try to make it part of my morning routine that I wake up, I fumble into the living room, <laughs> I grab a cup of coffee and I sit and read for a couple of moments just to kind of come into the day. Maybe you have something similar. But on June 11th, the day I'm recording this, the title of the entry is Just Don't Make Things Worse. The first rule of holes goes the saying is that if you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. This might be the most violated piece of common sense wisdom in the entire world. Because what most of us do when something happens, it goes wrong, or is inflicted on us is we make it worse. First by getting angry or feeling aggravated, and next by flailing around before we have much in the way of a plan. Today, give yourself the most simple and doable of tasks. Just don't make stuff worse. Whatever happens, don't add an angry or a negative emotion into the equation. Don't react for the sake of reacting. Leave it as it is. Stop digging. Then plan your way out. So I see in the comment section, we have some love for the Daily Stoic book. Desiree is a fan. Desiree, did you read this uh, entry this morning? I'd be happy to know. I'm guessing all of the books are the same, maybe unless there's a new edition, but um, some of them I love, some of them I don't love as much, but I really thought this concept of quote unquote, stop digging and let's not add our negative emotions to things to make situations worse. I thought that really applied to this intuitive eating journey and maybe sometimes what we do or what we have been taught to do as a result of our training or our conditioning from the world that we live in, from all of the diets that we've been on, from all of the maybe not so positive messages that we receive around food. So as I kind of get into my two tips coming off of this entry, I would love to know from all of you who are here with me live or maybe on team replay and you can just answer this with a simple yes or no you don't have to elaborate unless you'd like to but I'd love for you to drop me a comment and let me know if at any point in your relationship with food or eating or nourishing your body have you ever been in a situation where maybe something hasn't gone how you had planned or maybe you feel uncomfortable after eating something and as a result 
of that outcome being not so pleasant or not so positive, we add to our own discomfort by berating ourselves, by talking down on ourselves from just maybe contributing some, some thoughts or words to the situation that might end up being more harmful than they are helpful. So again, I'd love for you, if this is resonating with all of you, to drop a comment and let me know if that speaks to you, if that's something that you have ever found yourself doing before. I know I can speak <clears throat> for myself before I found intuitive eating and started doing the work that I'm doing now. I most definitely had experiences with food and hey, I'm human. I maybe even still have some to this day as I tell all of my clients. This journey isn't linear, right? We're gonna be up and we'll be down and we'll be all around, but I think it's so common and we need to normalize that sometimes that's gonna happen and that's okay. That doesn't mean that we don't care about this process or that we don't care about ourselves. I think when we have that learned behavior of picking ourselves apart and talking down on ourselves, it's gonna take us a while to unlearn that as well. So, <clears throat> Gabrielle says, great thought. I'm definitely a digger. I think many of us would agree with that. Um, Lynn says, so true. We do make it worse by digging further without a plan. It resonates with Elisa. Desiree says it's true for her. Angie says it's relevant. And Gabrielle says she does it all the time. So I hope you can see here just from the comment section of our video that if you are a quote unquote digger, as the analogy would say, you're definitely not alone in that. So what I would love to offer now, again, the, the theme of our Thursday is we offer two tips. So I'd love to offer an idea or a suggestion on what you can do, how you can implement a change or a plan, as the analogy says, or a different strategy, that when you find yourself digging, how can we draw awareness to that and maybe choose a different course of action and train that as our new normal and our new behavior over time. So the first tip, as many of our tips go here in our community, is simply drawing awareness to what you are doing. Um, the, the passage didn't necessarily say this, but I think the biggest part about continuing to quote unquote dig is acknowledging that you're doing the thing. So maybe, and I'd love to provide an example here, this is just one that I thought of, is maybe you have had an eating experience or you will have one in the future, maybe even today where you eat something and maybe you feel uncomfortably full afterwards. Maybe you just don't feel your best and at the end of that eating experience, you start saying things like, oh my gosh, I'm a failure, or I knew I couldn't be trusted around this food, or I'm never gonna get the hang of this intuitive eating thing, right? All of these phrases or words or things that we might be saying to ourselves that might not be so helpful or uplifting in the moment. I would kind of classify all of these statements as a continuing to dig type of moment. So again, tip one is just being aware that you're doing the thing. So maybe you're standing in your kitchen, you're sitting on your couch or on your table, wherever you've ended the eating experience and you start to hear yourself saying all of these things. Maybe step one is just saying, oop, there it is. I was watching this video with Claire earlier. She was talking about digging and I know the thoughts that are becoming a little bit louder in my mind are digging thoughts and I can name them as not so helpful for what I'm going through here in the moment. So what you've, once you've drawn awareness to the thoughts, you say, I'm digging, 
I need to stop. Um, the second tip that I would love to offer, and this is something that I talk about over and over again with all of my clients, is the idea in the intuitive eating framework that we want to approach challenging moments or all moments, all of them, but especially the, the challenging moments with a sense of curiosity rather than judgment. So what this might sound like is once you've again, excuse me, you've acknowledged, I'm digging, this is not helpful. You say, how do I stop digging? How do I start to formulate a plan? Well, maybe you ask yourself, what's a way that I can take some of these digging thoughts and reframe them to be a little bit more rooted in curiosity, in trying to figure out the why behind my behaviors, and maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, my friends, I think I'm losing my voice. <laughs> Too much talking for Claire this week. But you know, once we've done those things, maybe how can those thoughts of curiosity formulate a plan or a strategy for me that might be more helpful than the digging thoughts ever were. So what this might sound like in the example that I was just talking about is, okay, I notice that I'm feeling a little bit unpleasantly full right now, or I'm feeling uncomfortable. So again, non-judgmental words, a non-judgmental moment to describe what you're feeling. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Well, that's interesting that I'm feeling uncomfortable. I wonder what might have contributed to this situation or what might have led me to this level of discomfort after this eating experience, right? So we name the feeling in a very descriptive, non-judgmental manner, and then we get curious to say, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what played into this situation that I might be able to learn from and approach a little bit differently next time. So maybe once you start dissecting, we've stopped digging and we're starting to dissect, for lack of a better term, in a way that will be more helpful maybe you start to notice, well, one thing that I noticed myself doing in this eating experience was I was really distracted and not connected from, or not connected to rather the here and now of my body. So maybe I had a thousand devices going, I had the TV on, I was reading the news, and maybe because I was doing that, I was a little bit less able to tune into the direct experience of eating in the here and now of my body. And maybe as a result of that, I missed out on a fullness signal or a satisfaction cue. Maybe you realize that if that's not the case, maybe you say, well, I did recognize that leading into this eating experience, I was way, way, way hungry, right? We call that unpleasantly hungry. Maybe you say, I know I hadn't eaten anything for like hours leading up to my dinner or my lunch whenever this happened. I wonder if my not being able to connect to my fullness cues wasn't because I was doing anything wrong or because I can't be trusted, but maybe it's because my body needed this fuel hours ago. And since I was a little bit late to the party, it was trying to make up for the energy that it perceived as a scarce resource or it thought that it wasn't going to get for whatever reason. So I could go on a million different examples on how we can reframe an approach with curiosity over judgment, but I hope you can see in just me talking about this and offering these reframes that 
approaching things with saying, oh, that's interesting, I wonder why, or what can I learn from this experience is going to get you miles and miles farther than quote unquote digging and dragging yourself down ever will, right? When we have those negative or judgmental thoughts, that's really shutting down our capacity to learn and we head into the shame spiral. Whereas if we just acknowledge this thing happened, I wonder why, <laughs> what can I learn, what can I take away, what can I try differently next time? That is what is going to give you the tools and the plan, as the analogy says, to act differently or to tweak behaviors and therefore outcomes in the future. So muggle slayers, I hope you found this conversation helpful. I hope if you came into this video and you were saying, I'm a digger, <laughs> I do that all the time, and I know it's not helpful, I hope the idea of approaching with curiosity rather than judgment to help you stop digging and formulate a plan that will be helpful um, was a, a really powerful conversation for you as I almost knock my straw and my coffee over. So as always, my friends, I wish I had the time to go in and read through all of these comments live. I do have another call that I have to hop on in T minus two minutes. So rest assured, I will be reading and replying to all of the comments after I hop on my next call. But as always, when we have these live video conversations, I would love to know if you have been with me through the entire video on live or on replay. What is your takeaway? What is a lesson learned from this video that you can share and implement moving forward into the remainder of your week and maybe your life also as a whole. So thank you so much, my friends, for being here with me live. Thank you for interacting. We will be back next Thursday. And in the meantime, take care. See ya. There you have it, listeners of the pod. Another episode of our show check mark completed moving on from here so as always if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoy anything that i share here on the yours truly podcast the best way that you can say thank you and pay it forward to other individuals who could benefit from hearing our message is to take a couple of moments whatever amount of time you have to tap those five stars and maybe even leave a review telling us what you enjoy about the show any feedback back that you have. I am always open and very grateful for anyone who takes the time to do that. That is all that I have for you this week, my friend. We will be back, of course, next Wednesday with yet another new episode of our show, so I hope to see you then, and in the meantime, take care.